You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Kate. You're going to love the cake I have. Where'd you get it from? No, I mean the song. What's that from? Welcome back to episode 12 of What's That From? This week, oh, my, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't mean to spoil it, but we do have a, uh, a live studio audience. <laughs> and do not worry, it's just my roommates. We are taking COVID for contents. <laughs> <laughs> but now that we're in New York, we have, a, we have some, some special guests who we're invading the home of. Well, I'm the only one in here. But... <laughs> My name is Josh. And I'm Kate. And this week we're exploring the musical Grey Gardens. Grey Gardens. Everyone's favorite joyous <laughs> toe tapping. Like, yeah, like the color gray embodied. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we're going to kick things off with um, our favorite segment, um, Josh 30 Second Plot Challenge. Yep. <laughs> All right, so let's get get, us, get let's get the ball rolling here. Are okay. you ready? <clears throat> yep. Okay, I'm starting the clock now. Okay, two socialites, mother and daughter, who have the same name, <laughs> fall from grace and become recluses and live their life down and really gross and sad and they're lonely and and um, the show explores like the first act is like a flashback to the 40s when they are like at the top of their game and then like they like lose love and money and then act two it's the 70s and they're just like really like over the top and lonely and um, that's pretty seconds. much it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I feel like you really got the yeah. <laughs> like the recluse quality. Yeah. So basically, I mean, it's too. Important women. So we should note this is based on a documentary, documentary of the same name, Grey Gardens. A really which, famous one. Yes, like notably, apparently one of the best. I honestly didn't watch it because it seems so sad. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I like am like able to watch. That. I saw clips of it because that TV show documentary now. Oh yeah. They did a spoof of it, and I watched that, and then went back and watched like the clips of the actual documentary. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So it's Edie. In the musical, it's what? Edie and then Little Edie? Yeah, like Little Edie. <laughs> <laughs> Little Edie. Little Edie. <laughs> and, 
Um, so they, it, the musical starts off with actually something that's not so true. Right. Her engagement to a Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. Yes. And so, um, which is interesting, just an odd plot point. I thought that like they just pulled out of nowhere. I read that it was like, they, she met him one time. They were not in any sort of relationship ever. So I was like, what an odd random thing. Yeah. That was like a major plot point in the musical. And like the, it's like, What's crazy to me is that, like, the first act is all fiction, and the second act is closer to their actual lives, like, what we know is, right. is true, and, but the first act goes on for so, like, it's so elaborate. Yes. Like, that's why I was like, oh, like, this seems way more, could be way more right. factual than, like, what the yes. actual real part is. And also, I feel like because they brought in, like, a Kennedy, like, a notable historical figure, yeah. It just also makes it feel more real. And like young Jackie Kennedy is in it. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like a weird, I don't know. That just kind of was an odd, off-putting thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, none of this actually happened. But I think it did kind of paint the picture for them to both be... Set them up so that they could fall harder. Yeah. yeah like, I feel like it made you be like, oh, so they're like rich, rich. Or like, yeah. oh, they... They oh, they know the Kennedy. They know the Kennedy. Yeah, they know the Kennedy. Oh, so they, so they got money, money. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's like, and they live in the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like maybe it was just to help that. Yeah. And then the mom, she's like this. She was a singer, yeah. and she just like this woman. She likes loves, attention. She yeah. likes attention, and this girl loves to sing. And so like yeah. she, they're like they're gonna have this wedding, and she's like, okay, I'm just gonna sing nine songs at your <laughs> engagement party, yeah. or whatever. And then the little lady's like, mom, no, please. Well, her mom, we were like, her, she was like gonna tell her daughter, and then her daughter walks in and is like, what's all this sheep music for? And she was like, and it's she, literally my day. And then she sings like some racist songs. Yeah, that yeah. one like. How many grit song? I was yeah, like, it's like a slave song. It was horrible. Yeah. I was like, oh god, this is like. So then, but I feel like that kind of also just is like, oh, this woman does not have social cues. Yeah, like, she does not. And that was also like the the, the vehicle of like what they were using in that song right. is that like it was supposed to be like everybody would be like stop singing, stop singing, like <laughs> Please, don't do that. Not the place, yeah. not the time. Yeah, so she's just a, a piece of work. And she ends up telling the Kennedy that her daughter was like, but I don't know, flouncing around. Wild, yeah. But like, she, she, I think, it, I think she's so lonely. And I think her daughter is the only thing that she feels like she has yes. secure that like she'll always have. Right. So she will do anything she can to keep her around. So. And her marriage, um, like the older Edie's marriage is not good, actually is like in shambles, eventually leading to And that's divorce. like the plot point of the end of Act 1, is right. that like they're waiting for him to arrive, the father. And he calls from Mexico and says, eh, we're getting a divorce. Yep. <laughs> and they're like, no, our money. Yep. Um, so, so like her marriage falls apart by the end of Act 1, but she, every guy that, little, little Edie, um can set up with she tries to ruin it so that she keeps her around right and she doesn't and again. so and then eventually like little edie <laughs> the way that saying that like kills me um she goes off to new york she's like i'm gonna be this big deal i'm gonna go do all this stuff thoroughly modern edie yeah. <laughs> she's like three bucks two bags one me i'm going so then she goes and i like I don't know whether it's guilt, whether it's her their fall for money, whether it's her like not being successful. 
I think just like a plethora of things lead her back. And to her mom is like health. Right. Yeah. So I think she just feels guilty. Like she's kind of like, ah, oh, like this one person that I have, I don't want to just like leave her. Yeah. And also like some people will have a hard time switching their lives up. Like people, most, like a, a lot of people always revert back to what's normal to them because yeah. it's easier. Right. So she probably just did yes. that. So then that brings us to act two. In which the 70s. Is yes, way further down the line. They're living in Grey Gardens, which is the same mansion they were living in. But now it's like horrible. There's like falling a, apart. a million cats around. It's falling apart. People like in the neighborhood have complained. They're like inspectors are coming because they're like this place is a dump. And uh, they have like a high school dropout that like does like their yard work, but they also are like fighting for his attention always (laughs) yeah like there's definitely sexual tension between jerry and both of the edies even though like old edie is like old Old. (laughs) she's bedridden but he likes her corn (laughs) there's a whole song about it if you're interested (laughs) so then the second act i feel like is more obviously more about the mother-daughter relationship and yeah and it's just like young little edie is like so obsessed with um Blaming her mom right. for ruining her life. Yeah. And it's pretty much, they just go back and forth. They're just like, they're just so jaded and bitter at the world. I also think it's, uh, I don't know, I feel like it's a pretty accurate representation, though, of like, uh, like mental illness. Like these people are, they, I mean, they're sick. Like the way that they live, the yeah. way that they're like stuck in this cycle. Like, and I think as they get older, and I think you see, like, Lil Edie, as she gets older, like, kind of realizes it. I mean, when she tries to leave in the... She tries to leave in the second act again. And she can't. And she can't. Yeah. And so I think it's one of those things where... I don't know. It's like, when you're psychotic, like, you keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. And I kind of think that's, like, what they've been doing their whole life. Is like, they've literally been doing the same thing over and over. Expecting it to change when it won't. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and it is kind of sad, because I do feel like the... The mom definitely has, like, some sort of, like, Alzheimer's, like, dementia. Like, she is in, like, a different world a lot. Yeah, and I think I read, too, that she... Part of the plot point is that she can't really tell the past to the present. Like, she really does, like, go in and out. Yeah, and I mean, she's still in the second act, like, is, like, reminiscing, like, her singing and all this stuff. Which I think it is... It's so sad watching them, because, like... Oh, like, you just can tell they want to be, like, those, like, youthful, like, successful, wealthy people again. And, like, they're just, like, in these two beds in this, like, crumbling home. Yeah. I was like, oh, gosh. Like, it doesn't, like, end happy. Like, it's not like they're, like, and then they came into wealth at the end of their lives and lived on the beach. You know what I mean? Like, it just kind of ends. Which I think is, but I guess it's true of life and true of, I'm assuming, of the documentary. Like, the documentary was made, um, I think, by someone gave money to be like, you know what, you need to document these, like, last years of their lives. Because, like, I think they were like, this is just crazy. Yeah. Their relationship is so interesting. And I think they became famous because I think Jackie Kennedy ended up, like, helping give money to support them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's all just kind of wild. Yeah. And that it is historical is also just crazy. Well, you know, this was the first Broadway musical to be based on a documentary. Really? Yeah, I read that. Wow. Yeah, isn't that cool? That is cool. That's so, like, you'd think, wow, 
Yeah. I feel like there's so many movies that are like have musicals based on that. Right. And they're like documentaries. No way. <laughs> but I guess it is kind of like you go see a musical sometimes to escape the reality of life. Yeah. And documentaries, like that's like real real, real life. life. Yeah. Like that's not even like a portrayal of real life. Like that's just real. Yeah. I feel like for me, some of the at least the second half of it felt like very flat line mm-hmm. in terms of like action. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, but I think the action of the second act is like, this was real. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like that. It's like anytime you find yourself being like, hmm, this is kind of not, I don't want to say boring, but right. like, it's kind of like calm or yeah. like tame. It's like, oh, like it's real. These people were real and they actually acted like this. Yeah. Yeah. But um, the acting in the show is so good. Yeah. It won both leading ladies a Tony Award. Christina Ebersol and Mary Louise Wilson. So, oh my gosh, their performances were so good. But so Christina, good. Eb- Christina Ebersol, I think, like, her performance stood out the most because she was literally in the whole thing and played, like, two phases of a person. She played old Edie. I in mean, yo. Yeah. Old Edie, Old Edie in, in the, the first, first half, half and young Edie, Edie in the second half. <laughs> so, like, she played, like, a, what, probably, like, 40 or 50-year-old in the first half, and the same age in the yeah, second half. Yeah, but, but two, two different, different people, people, like the mother than the daughter. It's hard that they have the same name. <laughs> like, yeah, I like she plays Edie in the first half, <laughs> Edie in the second half. <laughs> but she, like, wow, she, the way that woman, like, straight up said in a mission gonna completely change my entire character yeah. outlook and like these are two eccentric ladies yeah. that i think she pretty like captured. distinct characters yeah i was like yeah no i think that i was re- i was uh in the youtube comments people were like what like christine ebersol should be a name like patty lapone and bernadette peters and all this stuff and after watching this i was kind of like i mean yeah she like she has two tonys yeah the best actress so like I don't know. She's doing something, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I saw her in um, Warpaint, which was written by the, the same, same people, people who wrote this. Yes. And starred opposite Patti LuPone. She was great. <laughs> so, she was awesome. She, her voice is like floats out of her mouth. Yeah. And her, like her acting seriously... If you haven't watched the Tony Award performance for this, I would I would suggest watching it cuz she really does do a great job. Yeah. It's a it's a weird character, but like you never for a moment doubt that she's like that character. She's so comfortable too on stage. Yes. Like I just was like, "Oh, she's talking to me." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does a a great job in this show. So, I think 
in that aspect, like the acting, not, I mean, there's not really, the show I feel like is more of an acting piece. It's not really like right. dance right. or any of that. It's more like, I don't know. Dramatic. <laughs> Dramatic. Artsy. Yeah. Less flashy. Very like. Started off Broadway. Yes. That tells you anything. Horizons. Yeah. <laughs> that tells you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, musicals yes. that start off off Broadway are more like. I agree, because like, there's not that much space. There's yeah. then it's like. Except for others. <laughs> <laughs> True, but yeah. So then the two people that um, like wrote this wrote Warpaint, which I think is like super interesting. Yeah, Scott Frankel and Michael Corey, and the book writer um, Doug Wright. Doug Wright, he. Wrote I Am My Own Wife, which won the Tony for Best Play. So he's and a like, Pulitzer Prize for Drama. Yeah, so he's like also an incredible writer. So I and I do think like it's hard because I I wonder looking at our other shows we've done. I feel like this might be one of the, this is the saddest. The saddest and like I was gonna say the most like I don't know. It's very specific. Very specific. Yeah. And I think that's why it sits weird with me is because I don't know where to put it in my brain. I think this is one that I really, like, need to see in person to, like, fully have, like, yes. an opinion on the whole thing. Because the music is good. Like, it's, it's yeah, well Yeah, it's very written. pretty. And, like, it, like, I even knew that it was going to be good music before I listened to it because music in Warpaint is beautiful. So, like, it's good that way. And, like, the writing is good. Yeah. It's just such an odd story it's hard to like imagine in my brain yeah Yeah. and yeah it's just like an all-around kind of a a, like a quirky a quirky piece of theater yeah (laughs) but i kind of like it for that i don't know i just couldn't tell how i felt about it which i think i I think that's like what you're yeah i think you're supposed to like be like oh whoa i feel like this is how i felt um after I saw Tommy, <laughs> who's Tommy, I was so confused. I had no idea what just happened, but I kind of liked that because I was like, "Wow, what?" But then that makes me think. There is there is a genre of musical that is like not your typical musical, still good, strange, strange. <laughs> like, <laughs> like sits a little weird. Like a few weeks later, you're gonna think about it and you're gonna be like, "It's I'm like still thinking about it." It's like unnerving entertainment. Because like, yes. you're still entertained, but like you're unnerved. The and whole it time. like didn't like make you feel better about your life. It didn't really like also didn't give you that cathartic cry you needed. It just kind of made you feel off. Off. Yeah. <laughs> like, but not in a way that made me want to just like stop. No. Yeah. I hope people relate to this because maybe this is like, <laughs> not. Relatable. This is not hate talk. We did like it. I did like it. Yeah. It just sits weird. But I did like it. Yeah. And I just think that, like, these people's lives, I could not stop reading about it. Yeah. I will say. The Beals. Yeah. I was just like, I need to know more about these people. And, like, they were just such, uh, like, outlandish, eccentric women in real life. Like, and I think it's cool, too, like, the um, the costumes in it. Willie Mivey Long. Classic. The costumes. And I think it's interesting because I think that Lil Edie, like... In her older life, you know, when she wore that, like, headscarf? Because she was bald. Mm-hmm. Did, like, which I just thought was so... I didn't know why she was wearing that. I was like, what is this look? Like, yeah. I've never seen a time period where, like, that is <laughs> And a <that>. skirt. <laughs> but she was, like, a fashion icon, I think. Like, she was actually, like, a notable, like... People were like, whoa, she's really the pushing look. the boundaries. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that that's kind of cool, too, because it is... 
don't know. It's just overall an odd thing. But then you remember that it's real. And, like, you right. look at pictures of her and she is, like, dressed like that. But it is kind of, like, fashionable for the times. Yeah. Yeah. But because I... um, She... I don't know, like little little Edie did have like a little bit of a career. Like she was like a model, dancer, actress. Like I think she tried to do a lot of stuff, but I just think it was too hard. Yeah. Or like we said, like the guilt. But yeah, when she was in her late 30s, she developed alopecia totalis, which caused her body hair to fall out. Yeah, alopecia. Yeah. And it um like that's what prompts her to wear her signature headscarves. But her cousin, John Davis, claims that she once climbed a tree at the house and set her hair on fire. Oh my gosh. Suggesting that she actually might have contributed to her own. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can see that too. I can see <laughs> Judging from this, I would say it would not be a too outlandish. So what would you say is your is your fave your favorite number from the show? Um I really like the 515. It's kind of like the opening number, kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like there's this little prologue in the beginning where it starts in the 70s and then it goes into the 40s. Yes. And then, like, once they get into the 40s, they're like setting up the mansion, like getting ready for the party to start and yeah. talking about the train is the 515 train right. that the husband's going to come in on. Yeah. I like that song. I thought it was cute. Um, I also like the revolutionary costume for today, the one that she does on the Tony. So good. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, she does a good job with that. I like um, Around the World. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah, it is. And uh, there's, like, some, like, bootlegs on YouTube, but, like, I was like, whoa. I don't know. Some of the songs, like, they hit, yeah. they hit different. <laughs> but that was definitely one of the, like, sadder Yeah, definitely. Ones. I also thought, like, the, um, like, the, the this just stood out to me just because, like, it was silly. But, the, like, Jerry Likes My Corn song yeah. also was, like, funny to me. Yeah, definitely. It was so sad though. Like yeah. she literally like I did I did watch a bootleg on YouTube. Not sure if I should be promoting bootleg watching, but okay, I did. And archival footage. Archival footage. And cause it's sad and that like she is literally bedridden and like has a pot next to her to cook. Like she has like a like electric stove next to her. And like she literally was cooking corn in bed. Don't try this at home. And she gave it to him and I was like ah like that is so weird yeah like, she's just sitting in her twin bed with like an electric stove and this high school dropout is like eating corn and she's singing a song about it but i was like i feel like that situation is telling of the troubling yeah situation that these women are in but i will say the mother-daughter relationship is interesting just in general like i think that like in society i i sometimes think people don't talk about it enough how it can sometimes be it can either be like a really great nurturing relationship or sometimes it can be toxic because i mean i feel like daughters want to live up to an expectation that their mothers have for them and Mm -hmm. there is this kind of like i don't know there's a push and pull in that relationship that i feel like sometimes is, is always isn't always painted in a truthful light sometimes it's a little like washed over is like look how happy and great like i don't feel any sort of tetherment to my mom and if like she was like living in a house that was shackled she'd want me to like go live my life but there also is a side where it's like no like there is something that would hold you back to that which i i don't know it's Definitely. it's that relationship i think is it's it's hard to admit but like that is a very like i don't know accurate depiction of Raw, just like yeah yeah like I, and i also think it's just true of any like 
a child to parent, like, seeking that approval. Like, even if you're like, no, screw you, like, you took away my whole life, like, you, but then it's like, no, but your action is you're, you're right next to your mother's bed. Like, you came back. Right. You can blame her for whatever, but, like, you're, you're still, still there. here. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like that weird, like, a, a little toxic sometimes. Yeah, definitely. But, <laughs> like, kind of that seeking of approval, which I think, I don't know, I thought they did well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely one of the most interesting mother-daughter relationships in a musical, for yeah. sure. I also will note, I literally had never heard of this musical until Josh brought it up to me. Like, he said it, and I said, oh, do you mean The Secret Garden? And he was like, no, no, Great Gardens. And I was like, what is that? Like, I've literally never heard of that. And none of these songs made me see what, what's that from because I had never heard any of them. So I feel like this was a cool show, though, because I seriously had no clue. Right. I definitely tell, like, what tell people to listen to this I would for too. sure i think it's also just like i don't know if you're like in the mood to think about stuff yeah it's not like a jam out in the car with your no. friend's album no yeah but and there are some really cool ballads in here or like i mean the the leads are two women of like varying ages i mean it like it ranges from literally in like their 20s to like 80 <laughs> It's like you can find, I feel like there's a lot of good songs for women in here that are, uh, have a lot of like meat to them or like a lot of like potential acting value. Oh yeah. Which I think is, I don't know, cool. Cause I'm, like I said, I'd never heard of this. So I don't know how many people are, uh, bringing good old gray gardens. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, I don't know. If you did and you did it well, I'd be impressed. I would be impressed. Yeah. I can't tell though. I would just be like, Oh no. What are they about? (laughs) (laughs) So so rating wise, one to 10, Josh, what would you rate this show? This like, (laughs) I don't even know how to rate this in numbers. In numbers. You know what I mean? This is on, like, another level. It is. I would rate it a... Without having seen it... Okay. Uh, I want to say six out of ten. Okay. okay. And I think if I saw it, it might would be higher. Okay. And I'm not giving it a six because I didn't like it. Yeah. It Honestly, it got good reviews. Yeah, it got great reviews. People, like... I mean, it didn't run for very long. Right. But most. People- most, yeah, most people said that like Act Two was their favorite part, and that Act yeah. One maybe was like went on for a little long. Yeah. That's what I across the board. I felt like people were yeah. saying. Also, probably because it was like fake, though. I feel like yeah. that's like hard to like write. Like add people wanted to get to like what they know of them. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I give it a six and a half. Okay. <laughs> he upped it a half. Upped it up. Yeah. <laughs> he said the reviews were good. We <laughs> yeah, I give it a six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I would give it like. I think I would give it. Like a seven. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it a seven. Let's, see, let's uh, put up a whole point. Because, <laughs> like, I think... Ah, uh, like, I, I think it has good value. And I think it... I think it's a... A show that... I don't know. Like, it's not, like... It's not it's not rousing. But it's... Definitely makes you think. Intellectual. It's intellectual. And it's different. I've never seen anything like it. And historic. And historic. So I feel like it's not like a cookie cutter, like you're not just seeing the same thing. And like, I almost wanted to be, like, I wanted to compare it to like Les Mis, like it's like sad and they sing, but it's not like that at all. No. Like, I don't really know what to compare it to. So I feel like because I can't, I can't, I can't compare it. I feel like it has to be like a seven. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's like I, it's yeah. paved its own way. I agree. 
and people really like it. Like there is a, a large following, but I also think it's because people like the documentary. Yeah. I feel like there's like a, like a, well, good for them. Fandom. Good for them because I feel like if something's iconic, it's really hard to make it into another form of media. True. Successfully. And they did. So good for yeah, them. Yeah, and I feel like people that love, actually, that's so true. Yeah. I've seen a lot of like comments where people are like, I love this family. I know everything about the history and like this musical is incredible. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. So like you're, you're right. Like people that really value this story really liked the musical. So yeah. I feel like that's nothing but a testament to the art. Definitely. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'd say give it a listen, especially if you're just like drinking coffee, looking out a window, it's raining. <laughs> you want to be in gray. your fields. You're feeling gray. You're in a garden. It's gray. <laughs> gray gardens. Walk around your gray gardens in this. Yeah. In this. <laughs> in this. In this mood. Surround yourself. So I think that's a, that's that on gray gardens. Yep. Well, <laughs> check it out on our Instagram at WTF underscore B. Way that is at WTF underscore B W A Y. And maybe next week we'll uh, try to hype it up with a, a bit of a, a bit of a happier show. But maybe we won't. I guess we'll just have to keep <laughs> keep your eyes out. Keep your eyes peeled <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> See you then. See you then. Episode thirteen. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.